Welcome to You, But More Powerful. I'm your host, Rhiannon, and this is your go-to podcast for raw and expansive messages from health, fitness, business, and mindset, and as always, with a little bit of fun sprinkled in. My purpose is to help you step into your most powerful self and build your dream life. You'll gain clarity, connection, and confidence with a whole lot of practical skills along the way. I know you're in exactly the right place to level up, build the body, mindset, and life you absolutely love and thrive in. Let's go. Welcome back to the You But More Powerful podcast. And we have special guests joining us again for the second time on the potty. Bianca, welcome. Hello, I am back. She is back, back again. She's probably going to be back another like 45 times because there's so much coming up over probably, well, even the next six months. Like there's a lot going on. It's going to be a crazy, like I'm looking at like my like schedule for like the rest of the year and I'm just like, oh my God, there's so much going on. Yeah. Exciting. It's like Spartan, shoot, birthday, like it's all happening. It's all happening. <laughs> Well, and we were kind of talking as always a little bit off air and we're like, hey, we should just start recording now because um, we're talking about some really good topics and people need to hear this stuff. So I guess today's podcast episode is really to talk about the most recent photo shoot versus the photo shoot before, because you had some really, really great insight on our last call that we caught up on Um, and then transitioning into your growth phase and just having a chat about like some of the things you got coming up towards the back end of the year. So I guess if we start where... We were talking about in terms of that photo shoot. I it's funny because we we had already planned to um, have our planning session after the photo shoot. Really nail all right maintenance, going to growth. Like just talk about those different phases and what the plans were moving forward. But on that conversation, you had some really great reflections from yourself and some massive transformations from first photo shoot to the second. And anyone that's watching this obviously is going to see us, but. I want you to head to the Instagram page because we're going to share some of your like your glow ups really like before first photo shoot, second photo shoot, or even the links you'll be able to see you're all over the website because the vibe is high and the vibe is good. (laughs) So tell me, I want to go back to the first photo shoot and I want you to talk me through your decision to do it, how you felt leading up to it and how you felt on the day. Cause you still like had some awesome wins there. And then we'll kind of go into like how that literally 10 X into the next photo shoot. So I'll let you speak now and I'll shut up. <laughs> well, I just felt like that photo shoot, I know like me and my best friend Liz were kind of just like, yeah, like let's do it. This is going to be so much fun. We weren't very like organized when it came to things we'll suddenly just like the time came by and we're like oh my god what is going on it's um but I was still so excited because I'm like okay I'm meeting Ree for the first time like it's been a while since I've gone to I've never been to like Sydney or anything with a friend it's always been with family so I'm like oh my god there's just so much going on I think I was more excited just overall for like the experience of everything rather than like the photo shoot like that wasn't the only thing that excited me I was kind of just like oh my god I'm meeting everyone this is so exciting um but yeah I look back to that one I'm like I should have been more prepared I kind of was on the day I was like oh my god what is going on the nerves were there I wasn't really comfortable behind a camera at that point either I think between like the photo shoots I also just gained a lot more confidence when like my Instagram is just all photos of like other things people have taken of me now because I'm just like everywhere I go I'm like take a photo of me. 
It's so good. It's so good though, because it is, it's that confidence. Like it's the confidence shift. And I am, you know, grateful to be in this position that I get to witness and see that growth. But I I even know like through your check-in photos, like the confidence that's come through over that time. And especially like the change since photo shoot one versus photo shoot two. And just to give yourself like coach brain jumping in credit where credit's due. It's like, Yes, we can always look back and be like, I could be more organized. But I think like you said it perfectly that you were really looking forward to the whole experience. And for me, I I guess like over the years, doing different events and different things and planning different things, I've really lived into and lent into a little bit more of just enjoying those processes and enjoying those experiences. So I think the way that you operated in that first photo shoot, if you didn't do that or you held yourself back and waited for the perfect time or you waited until you organized everything, you mightn't have had this like the massive transformation and growth that you've had between shoot one and shoot two. Yeah, for sure. I think because I didn't stress last time, it allowed me just to kind of enjoy the Whatever experience happens. more. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of just like, yeah, like I didn't know like what it was going to be like at the photo shoot, how the photos were going to be or anything. And I'm like, why stress about that when I can enjoy spending time with everyone in literally a different state? Yeah. That's like half the vibe is like everyone coming together, the group chat going off. And that's like, I really love being a part of that. You know what I mean? And like seeing everyone like meet for the first time on the day or just on the video calls, like you get a bit of a chat and whatever, but it is, it's like seeing someone in the flesh. Like I remember you guys rocking up and I was like, hello. Like it feels like I've already. Oh my God, we were late because we got lost. And then, so like we're, t- we're messaging everyone, the shoot's already started. We're like, oh my God. And then so everyone was already busy taking the photos and we just walk in and we're like, Hey everyone. We finally made it. <laughs> finally made it. This time we made sure we didn't get lost. <laughs> yeah. And that, and see, that's the thing. Like you learn those, like, I guess lessons, but it's all like, it all adds to it. Like it's the story that you get to tell. It's a little bit of fun. And it's like, you you know, at the end of the day, um, the first part of the photo shoot anyway, everyone's kind of going through their individual shots. So technically speaking, you weren't kind of behind. Um, so you didn't miss out on anything, but I know it's like, you're like, oh my God, I'm rocking up. Like I haven't met these people and all that kind of stuff as well. But it was, um, yeah, it, I think it was just fun from like the the very first moment. And then like, even as, as you guys came in, like, I remember it, you're like, oh my God, like we're finally here. We got lost. But then it was just like transitioning into like putting all that stuff down. Actually, that's a really good talking topic because a lot of people in that instance would be very overwhelmed and stressed themselves out because they were late. Can you talk me through like how you were feeling in that moment versus getting there and then getting behind the camera? It was so funny because I remember it was like a hot day. It wasn't compared to second shoot where it was like raining and stuff. So like we had our full glams on. I don't know where we got stuck. It was near like a Bunnings or something on the side of the road. It was hot. We were like sweating and we're like trying to like, oh my God, we can't ruin our makeup. Like we've still got the shoot to go for. We were definitely stressing because obviously like we mentioned that the shoot had started. So you were busy and we're trying to like message everyone being like, we don't know what went wrong here, like what's happening. Your Uber driver just went rogue. (laughs) Yeah, we were just so like, where are we? Honestly, like he left us to where like, this doesn't look right. We're near Bunnings, like we're not near a photo shoot location. (laughs) So it was pretty like, it definitely was really overwhelming. Like the fact that, yeah, we're like, oh my God, like what do we do? And like, you guys are explaining things because we're not from here. We're getting confused and we're like, oh my God. So it was a lot of stress. And even when then we caught the next 
Uber, I think it was, to the location, we were still like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? We're so stressed. And then when we came in, I think, like, it was straight away, like, get changed, first photos. And then we kind of just, like, I think it just took a moment because, obviously, in you stress out, like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss it, all this other stuff. But once you get there, it's like, actually, like, people are still taking their photos. Take a second for yourself. So once we got in there, everything just, like, relaxed because it's not like I was walking to a room of strangers like it's people that I had already talked to I already like created a lot of friendships with the girls before I even came so it was kind of just like oh my god like the happiness I think kind of took over the scaredness yeah I, yeah I know what you mean like the the stress and the anxiety it was just like that sense of calm because you've walked into a room full of like I guess strangers but not strangers because yeah that community element and that conversation you built those relationships and I think also to give yourself credit where credit's due is because not everyone would do that you know what I mean like it's it's the it's the things that you did in the lead up to that photo shoot. So it was the whole experience. And I think that's really important for people to hear is because your experience was trying to connect with other people and build those relationships and be each other's like hype queens on Instagram and have those conversations. So your actual actions that you took in the lead up to the event, as well as yes, like some, you know, something can always go wrong, but then it's your ability to like regulate yourself and then walk in there and have that sense of calm. You know what I mean? Like some people might've still kept themselves outside of the photo shoot studio and be like, I'm too afraid to walk in. So like, I think it's just your ability. I know that it comes naturally to you now. So maybe I can see it from the outside looking in, but your ability to be like, you know what, this is a little bit scary, but I'm still going to walk in. I'm still going to rock up and I'm going to figure it out along the way. And I think like, I know how naturally that comes to you now, but you know, maybe when we first started working together, that would have been a very different situation if you were stranded next to Bunnings and being like, eh, I'm not <laughs> like of all places, Bunnings. It's like, maybe just go grab a sausage. So random. Yeah. <laughs> I rock up into the photo shoot with the sausage. I love that. I feel like now next photo shoot, you just need to like, for the mems, you'll need to like have a sausage sizzle and just take a photo with it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I got my social digital. Oh no. But obviously like I, and then getting behind the camera, I know, um, like you mentioned, you weren't as comfortable and confident as you are now. Talk me through how you felt being behind the camera or having other people take photos of you. I know it's hard because the photo shoot, like you, you're on the high from the most recent one and like the vibe is crazy, but I want you to try and think back to that other version of you, you know, um, that very first shoot. How did you feel behind the camera? definitely like almost like petrified like when it came to my photo like I remember my first app it was just like activewear or something like that and I got behind the camera I remember just standing there being like what do I do like yeah. especially when we look back at like the behind the scenes footage and everything I'm really just like uptight not really moving around I was just like standing there and I'm just like oh my god like what am I doing I don't know how to pose where do I look and I know like the photographer kind of like leads you, kind of shows you and things like that. But in the moment, you're just like, oh, my God, how are these photos going to end up? I'm stiff. Yeah, exactly. I would show me the photos. I'm like, yeah, all right. Where I know with the second shoot, I remember just being like, actually, can we change this one thing? Put me back behind the camera. Let's change it so I can be happy with these photos. Where I'm like last time I kind of was just like, oh, yeah, that will do. And I actually don't think I liked many of the photos from last photo shoot I think I preferred like the behind the scenes I don't think there was any of the photos where I was like oh my god I love this so 
yeah I think because that you could see in the photos like the awkwardness and I think like you you said it perfectly you took the words out of my mouth it's like I can I can um relate I suppose to that same feeling and I think you know to share for people listening is like having those so if you don't have that first experience you won't have the second one right because there's never a perfect time to do these things and I remember you know, I'd, I'd done a shoot ages and ages ago and I was like, what? Like, I'm, I'm looking at the pictures thinking it's bringing me back to how awkward I felt and uncomfortable and not rocking my own self. And I think that's the same kind of experience you were just mentioning before. It's like, I didn't really love the photos. Like I look at them and I think your happy face, like you look great, like all of these things and outside looking in, I can look and see how beautiful you look in these shots. But it's like your personal experience of that is like, it's a photograph of me feeling super awkward, you know, and like takes me back to that moment. And I think it's so, I, I personally think it's so valuable to have those moments to then reflect and see, like, you got to have the, you know, what is it? The rain before the sunshine or whatever, or like the rain before the rainbow, that's it. And it's like having that moment where you feel before the sunshine, I'm laughing before, before you have this photo shoot that you're like, wow, like it's literally night and day. Whereas if you waited and waited and never kind of went through that, you mightn't have had the same feelings about this next photo shoot. Um, you definitely like, yes, like the confidence, all these things boost, but it's, it's that reminder to do the things before you're ready and just get in there and get uncomfortable and then build on that and learn from that. So it was like, I know, you know, after the fact, it was like, there's so much content, so many amazing things that first time round, but it is the very first time you do something. It's like, it, it does feel awkward and uncomfortable, but there are moments you can now reflect on and be like, wow, look at my transformation. Whereas if you never did that, it's kind of like, oh, wow, I'm so happy with this, but there's no kind of start point. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's good to be able to like, literally like put the two photo shoot, like photos like together and just be like, Oh my God. Like I feel like anyone even looking in can see the difference and that's, yeah, I like look at that and I'm just like, Oh my God. It is. And it's inspirational. Like, it's like, obviously like we can, you know, talk about the numbers and things like that. And there was like a 10 kilo shift between the two photo shoots. And with that kind of, um, you know, loss and and gain in, in overall confidence, all of that stuff, like it's the, the process along the way that builds this new version of you. It's not the actual number on the scale that is the difference. It's literally who you become along the way, because I know, and you know, I'm, I'm coaching. So I experience it firsthand people that have had significant amounts of weight loss. And I've personally experienced this and still been unhappy. I'd been work, like I'd been more unhappy at this smaller version of myself that didn't want to get behind the camera versus like where you've actually experienced that transformation and you've been present throughout the whole thing. And you've been persevering and showing up and like developing your confidence and pushing the boundaries with yourself each and every time to then have that complete transformation. Yeah, and um, also like just thinking back to our, like our last podcast episode, it just it is crazy because that just feels like a completely different me. Like I was mentioning before we were talking um, before we started this, how like I was I was living with my sister still at that point when I'm living with my best friend. So it's kind of like, and this like I moved in like two weeks before we went to Sydney. Like um, the timing, it's just. I honestly, from the start of the year, whenever me and Liz agreed to do the second photo shoot, I was like, I bet we are going to get a house right before Sydney. And of course, I just had that feeling. I just knew you that manifested was going to to us. Um, so it's actually crazy because I'm like, oh my God, I've changed so much as a person, even from 
that first photo shoot as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it is night and day and it's that confidence shift. And I know that I, I keep reminding it. It's like, you know, having these podcast episodes or doing the thing before you're like comfortable with it. Interrupting you again to let you know about the PT with Re coaching app. I am so excited. You guys have been asking and I have been listening. I have bought out an affordable coaching platform, education, recipes, stretches, mobility, training, community group, the vibe for all less than $2 a day. Make sure you head to the link in the description below. Check it all out in the show notes. If you have any questions, you know where to find me, DMs, emails, wherever is best for you, but make sure you check it out. I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it and head back to the episode. You only regret the chances that you don't take, right? And I know it's very cliche, but even when I reflect on the first podcast episode I recorded or the first talking story I did, I was like, wow, potato. But it makes me appreciate where I am. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm a potato. Like I look at it and I'm like, what an absolute potato. What was going on in your mind when you were recording that? I mean, don't beat yourself up. I say potato in a positive kind of way. Like I'm like absolute potato, but we love potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes are great. It's kind of like, it's a bit weird, but it tastes so good, you know? So um, it's like a bittersweet kind of like a nice and a not nice at the same time. But what I mean is like looking back on these things and looking back on the photos or even me looking back on photos of myself way before I started, you know, before I had my 30 kilo weight loss years and years ago. I wish I had more photos and more things from then. And that's why I advocate so much for like, take the photos, do the things, get the, get the data, have this stuff, because you will get to this point. And when you get to that point where you're like, all right, now, now the fun kicks in with like, how fun does it get to be with your physique and your strength results comparison comparatively to like, I feel like I kind of need and want to do this stuff. It's like, it changes into the shifting into this fun space. And when we kind of get here, we almost forget what happened to lead us to this point. And then we start to be like, okay, the the world literally opens up, right? And I know that, you know, we've spoken like off air about this sort of stuff that you're like, everything just feels like it's, you know, really possible. But then you almost realize just how far you are away from all the really amazing things that you now want because everything's opened up. And it's like, we need to be present with ourselves right here, right now and appreciate and accept ourselves where we are while we work to where we want to go. But being able to reflect back on where we've come from and see the massive amount of growth, it makes it much easier to be like, fuck, like two year ago, me is looking like looking at me now, hoping and dreaming and thinking that it's possible. And you're literally here, you know, and we forget that moment. And I think like just that photo shoot the most recent one and the conversation that we had after that it was like you were able to reflect on that from past shoot with all the experiences with the actual day versus now like imagine you getting a new place to rent two weeks before the first photo shoot yeah I could not have imagined it I don't even think I thought about it back then realizing how much even just changing location and everything can just do you so well almost like I know like I was still like in like that transition of like getting my feet kind of back to the ground kind of just settling in and everything like that but I'm like yeah me back then would have not considered it at all same with like I would not have considered a growth phase back then either and then now look at you now look at me sending you my back pictures at like 10 p.m at night (laughs) 
<laughs> it was so good. I was like, yes. You're like, do you want to, what did you say to me? Do you want to see a. I think I said like, do you want to see a hot picture or something? That's like it. That? Like, I was just. <laughs> Oh, I was like, of I course through, I do. It was just one of those weeks where, like, at the moment, my hours are kind of regular where I know what days I'm going to go to the gym, what days I'm not. Like, even if I don't plan in advance, I know, like, naturally, like, on a Friday, I'm not going to go to the gym. And I didn't go to the gym on Monday, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to – I have to go Wednesday night after work, which is not normally something I do, but I'm like, I have to do it. I got there. It was a little bit busy, so I was like, oh, I'll do upper body. Like, I don't really have room anywhere to do, like, my RDLs or anything like that. And at first, my first funny thing was, which I didn't even mention to you, I did that whole mistake of like doing the weights, being like, damn, I feel weak. But reality was I had it like four kilos heavier than what I thought. <laughs> so yeah. I smashed that out and I just like kept and I could just like feel like everything felt good. I'm like, oh, I can feel like, like I can feel the gains almost. Like, you know, and you can just, I looked back at like a few weeks ago, I'm like, okay, I can feel that like this weight which was originally heavy is feeling a lot better now so I got home and I just was like getting ready to shower and I was like I wonder what my like back looks like right now and I tried to record it but my lighting at this house isn't as good as my lighting in my old house not good I tried to like record it and I was like oh that looks like shit I was like there's no vibe but then I like kind of was like turning around I took so many photos and I was like and I took that one photo and I was like oh my god like that's me like I posted that everywhere I was like I want everyone to see these gains because I'm like as we know I love upper body day I love back gains and I was so like oh my god even right at the gym today I was just staring at that photo I was like wow I did that you did it and it's like what like not even two weeks into like the growth phase and we've got like another like three months left you're just like every every week you're like yes 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 no it, it, it is good like I think it's really important to hear like seeing the confidence in you being able to take that photo and feel that and celebrate it I think like that's literally like you need to say like I did it you know what I mean it's like I did that like I'm doing these things and I think it's you running your race you know what I mean it's not comparing to where anybody else is not comparing to how far you've got to go it's literally like I'm appreciating, like, look at the muscles coming through. Look at my shoulders. Like, look at this definition. Like, it's coming, it's popping. I'm putting in the work and I'm doing it. And it's like, I feel as though, I think society has started to shift, but there was a a time where it was like, oh, if you take photos of yourself, like you're superficial or up to self or like all about yourself or whatever. And I was like, no, like, I don't have that same opinion. It's like being able to celebrate who you are. You're not sitting here thinking I'm better than everyone else because I took a selfie of my back. You're literally being like, I'm fucking proud of myself. Like, look what I'm doing. I'm so happy in my skin and who I am. And those two things are completely different. Yes, there might be still people out there doing that for that external validation, whatever. But you're like, I want to share like me and what I'm doing and like how good I feel. And like, that's inspiring. You know what I mean? And it's like people really just mix the two together and shut themselves off from ever celebrating that. But like, you're literally living and breathing it and it's fucking exciting. And it's like, we know a growth phase does have its challenges. There are going to be times where we're going to feel fluffy. Like those things are inevitable, but it's holding onto that long-term vision of like, next time I go to diet, I'm peeling away what I, and showing what I've built underneath because a fat loss phase only ever reveals what you've built at maintenance or growth. Like fat loss isn't where you build the ass. It isn't where you build the back definition. Like it's just literally where you show off what you've got underneath. So it's like, we go through that fat loss phase 
and then be like, okay, where to from here? Which I think is a really great segue to be like, I get conversations um, and questions come up a lot. And I know that we came from a place of like shifted, you've shifted a lot of centimeters off your total body. You've shifted a lot of weight. I want you to share your experience in the the decision behind going into a growth phase and when that right time is. I obviously have a framework that I educate and teach, and I'm going to be talking on this on another podcast episode, but I'd love to hear like, when was the time right after your fat loss goals and things? I think I remember we had a call before my most, the most recent shoot when we kind of were like, okay, like I explained, I'm like, I'm feeling good in my body. Like if things happen, I don't reach that goal weight. Like I'm not phased. I'm not going to go up to the shoot and be like, I didn't hit this goal. I got to the point where I'm like, I'm happy with where I am. And if we can go like further then yeah, let's go. Which is then when you asked me, you were like, would you feel comfortable in a growth phase? And I'm like, yeah because mentality wise a while ago I probably been like oh I'm not sure where this time I'm like okay I understand more about like my eating habits and my training and I think because I learned so much going into so many different deficits where now I'm like let's change it up let's try something different and doesn't mean I still wasn't scared like we did a call like a week before it happened where I just need the explanation of like okay like how much is the calories going up? Like how, like what's the best way about it? And hearing like, actually it's only really small. Like it's not like you see like the guys bulking on TikTok and they're like thousand more calories. Like literally like the first, literally I'm like our first like calorie, like increase was only like a hundred, 150 or something like that. And I can already feel the difference. And I, it's actually crazy because right now, like, I know, like, it's only, like, a week and a bit into it, but I don't feel any kind of, like, fluffiness. I know my weight has increased a little bit since um Sydney in the photo shoot, but I oddly feel like, I don't even know. Like, I don't feel fluffy at the moment. I feel kind of, like, um so hard to explain without being, like, like, I don't. You feel, do you feel, like more, my... is it, like, you feel more full? Like, you feel more defined? Yeah, like I almost feel like, I guess, like slimmer in a kind of way because I'm like, I feel like I'm like eating enough for once and things like that. Like it was weird. I was at the gym the other day and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm feeling thinner, even though like I'm kind of going into a growth phase. But I think that's because for once it's not restricting myself. I'm eating. And even if I hit my calories and I'm still hungry, like I'm going to have an extra snack. Like I'm not as like, full on with like tracking every single like thing I eat like if I want a bit of chocolate I'm gonna eat it I'm not gonna put it into my fitness pal because I'm like eh. it's that was, that was me last night with my cookies when I messaged her I'm like I was like to my friends I'm like I just ate a cookie I've got to go like I'm gonna use it for the gym now like I've got to go yeah like I got shit to do and to touch on like it, the explanation behind that is like when we go from like fat loss to maintenance to growth right like when we're in that fat loss phase we're you know, lowering our food, we're in the calorie deficit, we're tired, we're fatigued, we're hungry, we need to mitigate all that sort of stuff. We're seeing a fat loss result, but we're also seeing like the glycogen stores come out of our muscles, right? We're potentially going to see a bit of a drop off in strength and we're not feeling as fueled in the gym. And then when we shift back into maintenance, we're starting to fill out again. Like our our muscles are starting to hold the glycogen. We're bringing carbohydrates back into our diet and we're feeling that appearance of like where it starts to 
like not puff out, um, but like our, our muscles are absorbing that. And then the way that our we're looking is going to look different. You know what I mean? It's going to feel like more of that tighter look. And then growing, going into the growth phase, it's like, we're not just out here eating like assholes. We're literally just adding in small amounts and utilizing for that performance in the gym. And you will see a little bit of that body recompositioning happening, especially where we've come from, from that fat loss phase. So then it's like moving into where we are, we're slowly building bumping this food up. But naturally what happens as we start to bump the food up is that we have more energy. So then we typically, what I usually see when someone first goes into a growth phase is the steps keep coming up because we're feeding more and we're training even harder. And then we start to move more because we've got more energy and we feel really good. And this is where like, it's important to track the data in terms of like, what's our data doing, our photos, our measurements, our scales, not being meticulous about absolutely everything, but we can see, okay, I'm, I'm managing my, my weight here now. That means I'm sitting at maintenance and your body might, you know what I mean? Adjust to these new calories. And that's where we need to make those adjustments and I won't go into the whole like coaching sort of process, but it's like what you are experiencing and feeling like there's all of this stuff indicates that. Right. And so being able to, shift from being super restrictive at one point and now being so comfortable with like, I, you know, what you said, I guess, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that you were comfortable enough with where your body fat levels were at, that you were ready to now pursue these new goals. And you've already hit PBs. You're already feeling fuller. Like there's all these things that are happening. And I think it's important that when we talk about how you're feeling, feelings aren't always indicative of what's going on. As we know, our menstrual cycle can get in the way. We can feel like a puffy little sweet ass mess. And, you know, body image might be around day 18, 19, 20 of that cycle for a lot of people. We're aware of that. So we know it, but it's like, when we actually see what's happening, things are moving in the right direction. Um, and, and that kind of helps us stay, I guess, focused on that longer term vision. So when you think about like being more fueled and this feeling of like, I'm excited to be in the gym, like I'm utilized, like I'm able to have chocolate, I'm able to have cookies, like things like this, I guess fundamentally you're still eating the same. And I think that's really important to hear is like your fundamentals are, and we spoke about this, is like we still hit our macros, we still get our protein in, we're still getting our calories in and we're still getting fruits and veggies into the system, but we can add in a little bit more of those soul foods and those more, you know, 20% more of those process type options that still fit within what we're trying to do, which is the exciting part, <laughs> that food freedom and not feeling restricted. How did you feel about getting into the growth phase after that conversation around the food? Well, I kind of like, I mean, like I was excited as hell. Like as soon as like that Monday hit, I was like, oh my God, yes, let's change my fitness pal back to these new calories and everything like that but I did I had that moment literally at the gym today where I was thinking about yeah I'm like a lot of the foods I'm eating are still very similar to what I was eating my deficit there's just more a few like things added to it almost yeah. like oh I've been eating so many chicken nuggets because I'm like there's still protein in them every so time I'm like ticking that off sorry I didn't mean to jump in but yeah absolutely ticking the protein off every time someone though says um chicken nuggets have you seen that there was this show and this guy's like chicken nuggets are like my family yeah every time so as soon as you said chicken nuggets I was like anyway sorry continue on but yeah chicken nuggets like you've got more flexibility is the word for this and your body composition results are favorable you know what I mean and your pbs are coming along thick and fast so it's like are you going to eat chicken nuggets for breakfast, lunch, and dinner year round? 
Probably not. <laughs> We're still going to, you know, add other things in, but we don't have to go for that completely lean cut of meat that we might do in a fat loss phase because it's more favorable. It's like, okay, we we need to, you know, get this fuel in. Let's go with these more fun things. So continue on your chicken nuggets. What other things are you excited? <laughs> well, because yeah, there's just like things where I'm like, oh, I was eating that during my deficit. Like I love like my Nutella crumpets before the gym. That's like my go-to pre-workout snack. And I started that when I was in my deficit but I'm like I had it today before my workout and I'm just like I feel like it fueled me just as much like kind of just things like that like I still love like my microwave meals and everything I have found that those work best for me when I'm at work like when I'm doing like my 10 hour days and stuff like that but it's good because I'm like okay I was eating maybe just one of those or something in my deficit with like my water where now it's like that and there's another snack I have with it so it's kind of like, yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot bigger of a change than what it actually is. But like, it's so crazy how, yeah, that like slight change can also change like, I don't know, like everything. Yeah. Like what, 100, 150 more cows and suddenly I'm ready. I'm like lifting like 50 kilo RDL. Like where did this come from? Like literally I increased 10 kilo, like 10 kilo difference in RDLs within a week. Yeah. And it, and it is like, it does, it, it can be the catalyst for changing everything, right? It's the mindset that you built. And I know that we're, you know, I'm going to go back a little bit, but it's like the photo shoot and then the next photo shoot and then the diets in between and the deficits and the maintenance phases. And I think it's really important if this is the first episode anyone's listening to, they, you know, go back and listen to that first one. So you can ex- like share all the experiences that kind of got you to this point. Right. But then it does become that catalyst of like, okay, well, I'm doing this thing. That's a little bit scary and exciting. Like I'm doing the thing I'm adding in a little bit more food. Like I'm trusting in this process and I feel more fueled. I'm energized like that. They're all, you know, things like people walk around day to day and they're so tired and they're so fatigued. And it's often because they're not sleeping well, they're not hydrating, they're not hitting their protein. They're not doing these bare basics. And then they're just in this constant state of like fatigue and exhaustion that we forget that we're actually like meant to feel fucking awesome. Like in terms of like energy levels and feeling good. So now that you have that food to sustain that and you've adopted the lifestyle habits that get you in that good position, it now becomes more fun. And then you've got more energy and now you're in the gym. And I think perfect segue to talk about training and training with intensity and training the way changing the setup with your training, you know, progressing from dumbbells to the barbell RDL and getting in the squat racks and all that kind of stuff. Can you share on your experience with even just thinking about photo shoot one to photo shoot two and moving into this growth phase, your training that you've learned and changed from then to now in terms of like training to rep and reserve and intensity and technique? Yeah, like I mentioned, now that I go to a new gym, there is some like added pluses to it about how we've actually got like um, the glute drive machine actually in the women's part. We have squat racks, so that straight away would have helped um, my confidence levels because I feel like on a dam, it's a very beefy kind of gym with all, they're, they're kind of scary. I walk past them, like I walk past like teenage boys like grunting yesterday and I was like, I can hear you over my music and I listen to very heavy music. So like, there's an issue here. Um, wouldn't get I can imagine the you as well. <laughs> You'd be like. My judgy face. Oh, yeah, sure. I was just like, they were like holding up like the whole like little, I had to like, I was leaving and I'm just like, get out of my way. Like I'll walk around like this or something. The invisible lap syndrome, <laughs> like walking around. There's like five like teenage guys and you're just like, um, excuse me, I can hear you over my music. So you need to shh. 
<laughs> anyway, continue on. Literally. But yeah, so that's definitely help. But like, I still like if I want to go out into like um, hyperextensions, um, that machines in the main part or like when I do my calf raises, that's in the main part and stuff like that. So it's just like that kind of confidence level. I think I'm a lot more like, I don't know, like I will get the most ugliest face trying to force that last rep out if that means I progressive overload to the week before like I will look at it will, it will be like my last like set or something and I'll like type it I'm like okay if I do this number uh I won't hit overload progression well I've got to literally force like an extra rep or two so I can kind of hit this especially when it's so annoying when you like move up weight because you're like oh my god yes but then <laughs> you don't hit as much weight as last week and you're like are you kidding me why does this happen frustrates me every time lucky Um, you have a coach who tries to pull your head and be like hey it's okay we've crossed over this barrier point and for those that actually have no idea what we're talking about we're talking about the spreadsheets the coaching spreadsheets it auto calculates it shows us how we progressive overload through total volume all that kind of stuff if you're not sure and you want to see some of it send a message on the dm so i can show you you can picture what um bianca's actually talking about but it is it's like that crossover point right but you're you know continuing on from there you end up then lifting more weight for more reps from start of the phase to end of the phase. Yeah. I'm so excited to look at like, there were certain weights today. I was like purposely like pushing more because I was like, I think there's only like two weeks after this week left of this um, phase, like of this program. So I'm so like, I was like, Oh my God, I've got to really push it. Cause I want to see a big difference between the first and the last week, especially on the first week. I think it was like, two weeks before the photo shoot or something so I was in a deficit at the very start of this phase um and there was like a kind of like week or two in between where maybe I didn't go much I wasn't too much into the gym when I got back because I was really tired and things like that um more of like a deload like a little bit in the big like in the middle of the programming yeah so that's why I'm so excited to see like the difference because yeah I think I am a lot more like forcing this I also think what helps now is I'm so much more open about kind of like my journey and things like that. I used to like, I feel like I wouldn't really talk to many people about it, but a lot of people listen to the um other podcasts. So much more people than I thought would come up to me and be like, hey, I listened to that. And I was like, okay, so you everyone knows about this now. So I think I'm really happy with like being a lot more open about things, like telling people like, yeah, I'm I'm going to the gym like oh sorry I, I'm I'm in a growth phase gotta go to the gym can't hang out with you my bad I'm just so much more like I love it I will flex there's like this certain person in my life um I won't name them but <laughs> you're like I'll listen- that on, on on lock hopefully they don't, I don't reckon they'll listen to this but like I feel like I've never really talked to them about it as well because it's quite a sensitive topic about when as soon as you mention like oh I've lost weight and stuff like that like even they were questioning me the other day. So they're like, oh, so like, like how many days do you go? And they're like actually questioning about like the gym and everything. And I was actually really open about it. And I'm open to be like, yeah, I'm in a growth phase. Like if you see me looking a little bit more chub, just. You just wait. Fine. Yeah. Or I'll be like flexing at them and everything. They'll be like, come on, I'm more stronger, like at me. 
And I, yeah, I think that's what also helps now when I'm back, when I'm in the gym, I'm kind of like, yeah, we're all here for a reason. There's probably so many people in this room doing a growth phase right now, just like I am. So it's kind of just pushing past that. Once you become more open about your progress and like what you're doing to other people, I feel like that's when you can notice that in the gym because you've got that confidence of why you're there. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I just wanted to take a quick break to let you know how you can work with me. I currently have places inside of the Glow Up program. If you don't know what this is, it is a completely personalized programming, nutrition, and education online coaching service. I've specifically designed this to help women get strong and shape their physique, whether that's lose fat, build muscle, or both. The Glow Up is best suited for women who love lifting, but haven't ever had their programming or nutrition customized specifically to them. Maybe you've dabbled in some classes or you've seen some results from PDFs and other app programs. You wanna get better, more efficient and long-term sustainable results all whilst learning a whole heap about your body along the way. Maybe you've had a coach before, but you're still struggling with overtraining, under-eating and that all or nothing fixed mindset approach. Nothing is ever good enough and you wanna be able to hit those results without constantly crashing and burning or just burning the candle at both ends. To claim your spot, DM me the glow up on Instagram or hit the show notes for your application form. I'll be in touch to let you know for a good fit. Good perfectly. And I'm, I'm even just like my mind, as we know, just goes a million miles an hour. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, would you, would you say that jumping on that first podcast episode? Like, I do remember it was a little bit nervy for you. You're like, oh my God, like people, you know, potentially going to listen. Same thing of like jumping into that, you know, going into that first photo shoot. If someone is listening to this, that's like, oh, I don't know if I could do a podcast or I don't know if I could do a photo shoot or if I don't know if I could do a growth phase. What would you be, what advice would you give that person? It's kind of like just trying it almost. Like for me, I'm only 20. And so I'm kind of like, why not? I can hear my dog crying right now. Oh my God. Um, I locked her out of the room because otherwise she would have been popping up in the back. Very distracting. Um. Kind of just trying it. I feel like my little saying at the moment is like, do it for the plot. I'm like, honestly, like it's that time. I'm at that age where I'm like, just try something new. There's never really a harm in it. If it doesn't work out, sure. But you're not going to know until you try it almost. Yeah. I'm just saying like things happen for a reason. If an opportunity like that comes in your life, take it, do it. And then now like, yeah, I'm so excited for like, next shoot or like end of the year and just like how much more things are going to change I'm probably gonna look back to this podcast but oh like my mindset's completely different it's only been a few months yeah so yeah I think it's just just doing it just do it just do it it. it's so look and it is like cliche it's like doing the things before you're ready but like you said perfectly I like to adopt the same thing of like nothing's permanent do you know what I mean? Like back in the day, people are like, oh yeah, tattoos are permanent. Not anymore. Like you can get tattoos even removed now. Like, you know what I mean? So like at the end of the day, it's like doing things and then having trust that even if you fail and if you don't quit, you can't fail anyway, but we won't go down that. It's like, even if you were to stuff up or even if it wasn't to be the right thing, it's like having the trust in your own self to be like, you know what? I'm going to be okay. Even if I, you know, make a fool of myself, like actually gives me to a bit of a rabbit hole on the whole like fear is I'm going to need to find the source so I can credit them because it wasn't from me, but I saw it pop up and it was talking about 
actual fear and trigger fear, right? So actual fear being like a life or death situation, like, I don't know, jumping off a cliff with nothing. You know what I mean? Like that's that's like a fearful thing because like there's actual danger, right? The trigger fear is like, oh, I don't know if I can do the podcast episode. I'm feeling a bit of trigger fear, but it's like typically exposure therapy and doing the thing essentially is what actually helps us get past that. And you just mention it yourself. It's like, just do the thing. Like you don't know until you've tried it and go in with an open mind and try the things out and then adjust from there. It doesn't need to be this whole, like, it needs to be perfect the first time. It's like, do the thing, try, learn again, grow, set new goals, try new things and just keep doing the thing and keep putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And it's kind of, I feel like also like it's not always smooth sailing as much as it sounds like, oh yeah, I go to the gym all the time. Like I've got everything going. And it's like, I literally had the biggest mental breakdown on like Sunday over just nothing. Stuff I was able to open up with someone, but sometimes you get so into your own self that I'm like, as I mentioned to you, like I, it was just like a really like low point in everything. And then I didn't go to the gym on the Monday. Like I literally, like I barely even left like bed. Like it was just, I was feeling better, but I just kind of needed a moment. And it's like, I still have those times. Like there is days where I'm like, as much as I loved the gym last night. Yeah. When I rocked up, it was busy. I was sitting in my car and I was like, oh my God, like I'm about to go into the busy gym. Like this is overwhelming. I'm like, we still have our moments even though I've been in the gym for a few years now like it's still I still have my moments where I'm scared of like going in and I still have those days where I'm like I don't want to go to the gym but I still like most times I will just force myself I'm just like special and I'm like Bianca I have all that goes through my head right now Ree, is after you said this to me about my steps in the check-in where you're like we want to gain muscle not fat <laughs> so every time I do something right now like I'm sitting like do I want to go to the gym it's like we're we're in a growth phase to gain muscle we're not gaining fat so get your ass to the gym hey whatever works whatever works I like to call forcing ourselves pushing ourselves rather than forcing ourselves but hey but it is it's like we want it we want to gain muscle we want to prioritize getting as much muscle mass as possible <laughs> you're funny as it goes through my head like yesterday the weather was absolutely shit in Geelong like I did not reach my steps at all thank god I had a really heavy step day the day before um like I still like I hate walking on the treadmill at the gym I get so bored I still had like I was watching like Netflix or something I got 10 minutes in and I'm like yeah I'm done like I'm out I'm gonna be buying a walking pad very soon I'm I need to do my research but that is my plan in the next few weeks um but I was like, yeah, I was just sitting at home like, damn, I didn't reach my steps. I'm like, I was so annoyed. I was like, oh, Ray's going to look at it and be like disappointed because we're trying to like fix my steps at the moment. And I swear like this weather, like this is like sunny outside. I'm like, is this the same day as yes? Like your so weather is bipolar. It is crazy. Like yesterday I literally tried my emotions. Like I worked 10 to 5. I went to the gym like. I did everything I could and my steps only just hit like, I don't even think they hit 5,000 yesterday where today I'm like, watch it. Watch when I finish work, it'll rain or something. It'll be like <laughs> when I, when I, the time I can get my steps in, the weather will be like, nah. You're like, I'm out. And I think like to, to touch on that and just obviously no one, I'm not here holding a gun to your head and be like, you need to do these steps. Like I'm having a laugh because <laughs> this is the way that like 
our banter goes like, oh my God, Marie. But again, like it's, it's all about you and your results, right? So it's like, you know, what are those things that are like helping, keeping you accountable? And we're looking at weekly steps and all that kind of stuff. But the reason I kind of want to touch on this topic is by the time this episode is going out, it's going to be a lot more crappy weather. Right. And I think it's a really important time to have the conversation between when it comes to our step count, it does like the weather at the, at the end of the day, it is a barrier, right? So we are trying to set our environment up for success. So I like to think about things of like, how can we sneak those little extra movements in? So parking further away, getting a walking pad, walking on the treadmill five minutes before and after, like, even though it's only five minutes, it's still like, even if you can get that 10 minutes in, even if it feels a bit like, uh, like you're still getting that movement in, right. Or there's other ways that we can look to add some additional cardio and subsidize some steps and lots of different ways that we can still achieve the same result and focus on our cardiovascular health and focus on everything that we need to, you know, reality in a growth phase, we can bring the steps down, but we still want to hit that kind of level to have enough, um, uh, to avoid being sedentary and have all the risk of those health conditions. You know what I mean? When we think about steps, um, you know, there is that minimum level that we're looking to hit for general health purposes. And we know that, you know, if everyone individually, I've got some that I coach where steps are through the roof and we're looking to bring things down. And then, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, we're trying to bring them up to that kind of median level. And it is just managing change. Like, I think like I, I refer to it a lot, but like if we can manage change really well, it serves us for all areas of our life. So managing change by the change in weather. Okay. The change in weather, you know, now you're looking at investing in something like a walking pad, obviously health and fitness and health in general is a priority to you. So that it's like, what are the things that we can do? So we can still tick the box. So we still, uh, you know, getting our bare minimums and things in that we need for our overall health and our long-term goals. But it's just knowing that there's multiple different ways that we can do things rather than it always being this, like everyone needs to be doing 10 to 12 to 15,000 steps. It's like, what phase are we in? What are we doing? What's our life circumstances? If it's pouring rain all the time, like what can we do, you know, to change things up? Same thing when we went through, you know, I don't want to talk about it, the L word lockdown, but you know what I mean? It was like managing that sort of stuff as well. So yeah, I think it's just, it's so personalized. It's so personal. Everyone's different. You know, there's others that are living in really hot, sunny climates that are going to listen to this and be like, well, it's just easy for me to get out and about and walk around because I'm not, you know, having crappy weather. So they're hearing this and being like, oh my God, poor you, because you know, you're like stuck indoors. And it's like, instead of going, I can't do this because it's like, well, this isn't working for me now. So what can I do differently to be able to achieve the result? And I think that is kind of the basis of like how you've really shifted into that mindset of like, this isn't working for me right now. So what can I do differently? Um, And that is like gold, of a mindset because that's what's going to serve you well in work, in life, in health, in relationships, in, you know, because things aren't always going to be sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. There's always going to be those sort of ups and downs and challenging times. I'm so distracted by her. She's so cute in the background. I love it. I know. It feels like she's like an object. Like she's just posed back there. Yeah. She's just like, Hey, looking at the window. I love it. Now, I know that obviously you and I could talk for hours and hours on end and we said we were going to keep it short and sweet, but we probably really haven't. And I know that you have work to go to today, so I don't want to hold you up, but give us a little bit of a hungry. Yeah. You're like, hey, I'm ready to eat. I'm ready Um, to have a snack. What's your snack going to be? Well, I haven't really had like breakfast per se. Like I had like my Nutella crumpets before the gym and then I came straight on here. So I really want to eat 
some muffins and eggs. So that is my nice. Whatever, what is it like? Eleven forty-five. Your meal too. <laughs> exactly. By this point, that is meals. It doesn't even. I'd have eggs for dinner if I could. Well, yeah. Honestly, that mindset shift is game changer. I I personally experienced it where I was always at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you kind of like you grow up and you think this, and then when you shift it into like meal one, two, three, and four and five, it's like oh, makes the game changes. Like I could eat a breakfast meal every meal if I wanted to, as long as it's ticking the box. <laughs> Yeah, especially like let's say like on a Thursday, especially like I work one till eight. So it's like, okay, well, having my lunch at like 12 is very early. My break's not until four. So that that's too late for lunch, but that's also too early for dinner. So yeah, I feel like especially on like a Thursday, I'm kind of just like meals rather than Breakfast. kind of like you. Yeah, otherwise it's just like too much and it gets in your head as well. Like you're like, oh my God. I'm having dinner at like 8.30, 9pm. And it's like, no, I'm just eating a meal. Yeah. It, and it is, it, it's that psychological shift in your mind. It's crazy. Um, yeah, we could talk. I'm like, oh, there's so many things that we could talk about. I'm like, oh, do this, that. But we'll have to record another podcast episode so I don't hold you up from your food and from your life because, you know, we've got work to work. Um, but I also, before we sort of finish up, I did want to just hear your perspective of like, what are you excited for towards the back end of the year? What are your takeaway messages to anyone that's listening and thinking about, you know, pursuing anything that you might've done or just advice in general, um, before, yeah, we wrap up this podcast. I'm just really excited for just like changes. As I've mentioned a few times, like I love new things like Spartan race. Like I'm going to be traveling up to Sydney on my own, um, doing something completely different. Normally I don't really like when it comes to like cardio or anything, but it's like maybe I like forcing myself to like it and everything. Pushing When it comes to the deficit and everything, I'm going to be a lot more like, yeah, easy. So I'm excited. There's just like a lot of new things. And I think by really going into this growth phase, everything else is going to be so much nicer. It's going to be a lot more like I know – I'm finally excited for a deficit where it's like, all right, well, I'm, I would have learned so much about food because of my growth phase. Now I'm in a house that I feel comfortable where Liz understands like, okay, she's tracking her food. Yep. I'll leave her at that. Um, So I'm so excited because I'm like, I feel like this is going to be like the first deficit where it's going to be like, it's going to be, it's going to be the best one. Yeah. I'm hyped up for it, but I think like, advice wise yeah I guess it just goes by the just trying the new things they sound scary like me trying to plan to go to Simone like I'm literally just like oh my god where do I start but it's like it's going to be good for me to just do something on my own scary in the moment I'm going to be scared as hell like I'm going to be so anxious I know that but it's like you're not gonna it's not gonna feel better until you do it yeah that's perfectly said. It is. It's do the scary things, expose yourself to it, and you will get better over time. And honestly, traveling, I know this is my old flight flight center days and my travel and tourism thing coming out, but traveling is one of, Michael and I share the same thing, things that you learn so much about yourself, the world, and your ability to just go out and do things by traveling solo, by doing things that are like, 
you know, experiencing a new place, doing something, finding it out on your own, doing something that's obviously still, you know, within the right realms of like safety and whatever. But it is some of the best experiences and learning experiences I've had about myself are either in the gym or traveling. So you're tying the two together. Watch out, fucking unstoppable. (laughs) Watch out, everyone. I feel like these days people, every time they even just message me, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, well, I'm at the gym. I'm going for a walk. There's just every time I swear, like it is, it's the lifestyle that you've created though. Like, and that's the thing that's keeps you getting the results and living life. Exactly. Like knowing how we mentioned, like I've got like 21st coming up a lot. Like I've got like three within like three weeks, but I'm like, okay, that just means I can't go to the gym on the Saturday night. Well, can I go in the morning? If not, I'll go on Wednesday or something like I have like that I have that day where I'm like do I like going off to work no but I'll do it if I need it yeah (laughs) that's it managing the time planning it around getting shit done and just doing the damn thing I love it (laughs) all right well we will wrap it up there so you can eat you can chill before you work we can get some more hot selfies sending through. We'll put them all over the socials when this podcast episode goes live and we'll have to book in another one for the back end. Cause yeah, I I'm so confident that when this 21st rolls around, absolutely yeah, level B. We should. So yeah, do like a podcast, like maybe like right before like my 21st or like after or something like that. Cause I'm like, yeah. you're going to get so many photos of like, I'm going to have a dress that I can flex on everyone. Yes. It happen. Absolutely. Even an outfit change. Like, let's just go with two. This one's going to show off the booty. This one's going to show off the back. This one's going <laughs> to. All right. I'll yeah. calm down. I'll calm down. <laughs> all right. Well, you want to say goodbye? You. Yes. Say goodbye to us all. Everyone that's watching will be able to see. Everyone that's hearing probably won't be able to. Oh, there we go. Say bye. Say goodbye, everyone. Sit. Oh, thank you, Paul. So cute. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. ciao guys thank you for listening (laughs) thank you for listening to the you but more powerful podcast if you're determined to continue to expand and grow and reach heights you never thought were possible you'll want to make sure you're subscribed so you'll never miss out on a single episode if you loved today's i would absolutely love your feedback and to see you tag at you but more powerful underscore podcast on instagram See you guys in the next episode.